Welcome to Media Current's Open Waters Podcast. Welcome to Media Current's Open Waters Podcast, navigating the intersection between open source technology and marketing. I'm Mark Casillas, and let's go ahead and just let Mario Hernandez take the reins for the podcast today. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. In today's episode, we'll be talking with Danielle Barthelemy. Danielle is a senior digital strategist with over 10 years of experience in marketing and digital strategy. Prior to her role at MediaCurrent, Danielle led the digital strategy team at a digital advertising and social marketing agency and was the adjunct professor at mass communication at a Minnesota university. She currently resides in Minnesota and when she's not in her office, she spends her time with her family trying new recipes and dreaming about her next trip to the mountains. That sounds like a lot of fun. Welcome, Danielle. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. So tell us about these trips to the mountains. Do you do a lot of that? I try to whenever I can. Uh, my in-laws live in Alaska, so oh. we've been able to spend some time in the mountains up there, and it's, it's refreshing to do. Oh, I imagine. And recipes. What, what, uh, what's your favorite recipe? Or do you have any, any favorites or what favorite things to cook? Well, it's fall now, so my favorite currently is a variety of different soups. I really like making chili, or um, yesterday I made a beef soup, which is one of my fall favorites, but it really changes day to day, mostly. Yeah, well, uh, we better stop talking about that because I'm getting hungry now. So. <laughs> um, so we have usually a project pick, and uh, before we get into the interview, uh, we ask you, Danielle, to kind of give us some tips and tricks maybe on things that you would think that the audience could benefit from. So uh, what did you pick for us? Yeah, so I picked a blog. Actually, it's bounteous.com. Um, it is a really strong blog about all things data. There's a lot of, a lot of blogs that outline different um, troubleshooting, different common issues. Um, there's actually a lot of things that are, are pretty specific on the blog too. They have some um, resources that you can use for specific like content management systems. So there's a lot of blogs about Drupal specifically, which are helpful to make the most use out of uh, the Google modules that you can have within Drupal. Um, oh, great. Great resource. Yeah, so we'll be adding the blog or uh, blogs to our episode notes. So make sure you check those out. So um, you've been with MediaCurrent for how long now? And uh, can you tell us about your role as a senior digital strategist? Yeah, absolutely. I've been with MediaCurrent for a year and a half. Mm. And my role as a senior strategist involves a lot of different things. I actively support clients in um, developing and executing on their strategy to accomplish whatever their goals might be through their website and digital marketing efforts. Usually that, what that means is asking a lot of questions, diving into user data to you know, help define the priorities within the roadmap that they have moving forward. Um, it also means collaborating. Um, I have a lot of opportunity to collaborate with um, project managers, with designers and developers, um, and really get to work together to execute on those initiatives in the roadmap to make sure that you know, we're kind of tracking towards the goals that we've set. Um, as far as like my actual day-to-day, um, -day, it could include, you know, content strategy, offering SEO recommendations, um, diving into data. Um, so there's a lot, a lot that uh, involved or isn't involved in my role. Um, yeah. 
bottom line is helping leaning into support where I can to help accomplish the goals of the client. Excellent. Yeah. And so how did you arrive? Uh, is this something you went to school for, for uh, digital strategy or how did you arrive to this role that you are now a senior of? I went to school for marketing and I also have a, a master's degree in strategic communication. Um, so it wasn't focused specifically on digital, um, but it was obviously a key point as digital was continuing to ramp up while I was in school. And a lot of the opportunities that I had um, when I was in school via internships or um, like volunteer side projects that I worked on, as well as some of the previous agency work that I've done was focused primarily on digital. So I was able to apply, you know, the theories and the, the models that I learned in communication studies um, and marketing and apply them to digital. Great. Um, and so and have you been a uh, digital strategist for, uh, for a while? Or, and, and what's your favorite thing about that? Uh, in media, media Karen, what will be the favorite thing for you to, to do as a digital strategist? You know, I have a lot of things that I enjoy about it. <laughs> Um, first off, I think yeah, uh, the teams I work with are fantastic. I feel like I'm always challenged to do my best and I'm supported as I continue to grow um, by, you know, the strategy team, but also the project teams and even the clients that I'm able to work with. I really, really, really enjoy collaborating with other people and learning from their experience and expertise. Um, so I'm, I'm able to learn and grow and that's awesome. Um, I also really love the nature of the work the challenges and opportunities that our clients are faced with are complicated, they're nuanced. A lot of times there isn't necessarily like a right answer. So it's part of my role to help figure out what the best path is. Um, and I enjoy being in stepping into those kind of gray and confusing challenges and helping to chart a path towards um, clarity and, and that best path. Um, so the way I kind of look at it is I understand typical best practices when it comes to digital strategy and I'm constantly learning about you know, the behavior patterns and I collaborate with our clients to really understand um, their business and their objectives and then I figure out how to apply those best practices to their specific situation. Um, so the best practices you know, that we all know across digital strategy are just as a, a starting point for us to really see the success that we've been able to see with our clients. We need to apply critical thinking on top of those best practices. Um, and that is something that really invigorates me trying to, to solve those problems. That's great. Um, I would think that uh, also since you're a senior digital strategist and I know we have a couple of maybe a junior level strategist. Do you uh, mentor th those people? Do you provide, um, you know, assistance uh, to them? Uh, I would think that that's also something that you probably enjoy. It sounds like. Yeah, yeah, I do have that opportunity, and it's one of the most I think fulfilling parts of my role. I probably should have mentioned that earlier. Um, being able to coach and mentor uh, other teams, and also the junior level strategists we have are incredibly bright too so right. I you know I'm even mentored by them in, in their specific disciplines um, but being able to work alongside of them and help them continue to hit their their career goals is um, is really fulfilling I love that part of my role too yeah I feel the same way I really enjoy I think that's one of the my favorite things to do um, in my case as a developer is to you know um, uh, help people not 
go through the same struggles that I, I went through uh, as I was getting started. Uh, that's, um, that's one thing that really is very rewarding uh, to see those people grow. So, um, yeah. I had some advice at one point, a mentor um, in my personal life a few years ago explained to me the difference between learning from experience and learning from wisdom. And whenever you can, learning from wisdom and the experiences of other people is going to kind of reduce the pain and help you grow um, quicker and not have to work through those hard things on your own. So I, I agree, trying to, to teach out of our experiences and, and share the wisdom that we've gained is valuable. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, um, when I talk to especially junior level uh, developers and I tell them, here's uh, how you can go about this, this is what you can do. I just wish there would have been somebody like that when I was uh, going through those pains um, because it really can save you not only a lot of time, frustration, but it just, you know, if somebody else has gone through that experience, it's, it's definitely a much better way of learning, I think, than, I mean, there's always a learning experience, even if you're going through struggles, right? But if you can avoid that, <laughs> why not? Right, right. So, um, now, uh, what advice would you have for organizations or clients who are trying to approach uh, a digital strategy uh, for their teams or their projects? I think my, my biggest piece of advice, and I, I give this to anyone that'll listen to me usually, uh, is make sure you're asking the right questions. It's really easy to jump into execution because typically, you know, you don't have a lot of time to do things and your to-do list just keeps growing and it's really long. Um, but I, what I, so what I try to do is follow a pattern in asking questions when I'm facing like a challenge or an opportunity. Um, I try to take it up to like the 30,000 foot view and ask myself, you know, what's the overall goal? What am I trying to accomplish? How does this challenge fit into that? If I have a good understanding of what my overall goals are, this step typically is fairly quick um, and can help us figure out how, how much energy do we put into this challenge. Um, and oftentimes I'll realize I'm giving it too much attention. So it's easy to you know, focus on the new shiny thing that just came out or the squeaky wheel, but having a good grasp on those overall goals helps me stay focused. Um, and then if it is something that I decide that I need to address or the question is, is um, relevant, I start analyzing all of the data factors I have available. Most of the time, you know, you don't have all that data that you would ideally want to have, but gather as much as you can to, to, and then define a path forward. Um, but that all starts with asking the right questions. And typically one of those questions is how does this impact our overall goals and objectives? Is it something we should be investing our time in? Um, and then all that to say, when you look at, you know, you're continually improving your digital strategy, ask questions ask questions, ask questions. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's so important. And, you know, one of the things that we notice, uh, especially with smaller uh, clients or, or agencies or clients with uh, limited budget is that sometimes they don't think that investing in digital strategy is as important uh, to the overall goal of their project. But why do you think, or what would you say to those clients or organizations that uh, why should they uh, invest in digital strategy? I think in order to understand why they should invest, it's really important to understand why they don't. So I've never heard anyone say strategy isn't important. Um, no one really ever disagrees with what it is that we do. A strategic approach to any project is helpful and 
is really the best way to ensure the highest ROI on the project that you're working on. The challenge I feel like often comes to budget or someone on the client team already covers that role so they don't need to outsource or um, get support in, in that role. So let me answer for both of those. So for people that have budget constraints, um, we can scale up and down our support on any project. Um, typically what we do at the beginning of the engagement, we'd wanna discuss where our support would provide the biggest value within the budget constraints of the project and then um, focus our efforts there, knowing that sure there may be other things that we can do, um, but where can we get the biggest benefit from our time um, within that budget? So a similar response for those that have strategic roles already on their team. Um, first, that's awesome that you have prioritized strategy to have somebody on your team that can fulfill that. Um, it's great to see an internal focus on that that strategic approach. Um, but second, we have a really deep bench of expertise within the strategy discipline. Um, it's actually the second largest team at Media Current, which is fantastic. Yeah. Um, adding strategy to an engagement doesn't have to be like an all or nothing thing. We love being able to understand the needs of the project and the dynamics of the, the client team to best match our strategists to complement that team. So we want to be really an extension of the project team, not a duplication. If the client team has well-researched personas already created, for example, we don't need to engage our team to recreate that wheel. But if there's a you know, gap of data analysis skills on the team, we could lean in and just that area um, to help fill in kind of that gap. Yeah, that sounds absolutely like, um, like I like what you said, uh, becoming an extension of their team. Um, that is sometimes what a lot of companies are looking for is somebody who can guide them and, you know, not just trying to sell them things, but just analyze what's needed, right? Um, and really fill in those gaps. Um, so what would you say are some of the top benefits of digital strategy in a project? Well, I think naturally, I think there are a lot of benefits of engaging a strategist on a project. Um, we have subject matter experts on user research, on persona development, data analysis, goal setting, SEO, content strategy. There's so many things that I could list off. Um, but the primary thing that comes to mind is that we are really great connectors. So what I mean by that is we operate with client goals in mind and are an advocate for the user's perspective. Um, we help communicate those goals to the next steps in the project design and development. And we use that knowledge as a primary factor in the decisions that are bound to come up. So let me give you an example. When we are in the process of determining an MVP, which is typically a, you know, an involved, um, really complicated, nuanced process, how are we going to prioritize what should be a must-have versus a nice-to-have? How do we frame the must-haves? There are obviously a lot of factors that go into this, um, but what strategy does is we pull all of this supporting information together if we don't have that information, we have means to go get it through user research um, or secondary research. Pull that information together so that we can make data-driven decisions um, rather than just, you know, what does our gut say? But here's something to back up why we should do X, Y, Z. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think you touched on this before uh, when it comes to maybe uh, limited budget, but um, we have or can you tell us whether we have different levels of digital strategy that we provide to client 
and what you base those levels on uh, when talking to a client about their best plan or strategy for the digital strategy um, uh, that will work for them. Sure, absolutely. We can scale our support up and down. Um, typically at the beginning of the engagement, what we want to do is discuss where our support, again, would provide the best value within the, the dynamics of the team, within the budget, within the needs of the project. Um, so let me give you an example of how we walk through that. We had an engagement with a university library that had a very, very limited budget, but they knew that they wanted some strategic support. It was just a matter of what, what would be the best value. So our initial conversations with them, we discussed how our team could provide value, all the different ways. Um, when we are in those discussions, the, the biggest challenge for that university library was organizing the vast amount of content that their site has. If you think about a university library website, there's a lot of resources on it. So it's really complicated to know um, how to organize all of it in a way that you know, all of the different stakeholders of the content have visibility for what they've done, but also it's intuitive for the users to find what they're, what right. they're for. Um, so we guided them, what we decided is we guided them through the research to better understand their users. And then we applied that insight to a more intuitive and user-friendly navigation. We also audited their on-page con on content and provided recommendations of how, you know, content on an individual page could better align with the best, um, best practices and user expectations. Um, now, there are certainly more things that we could have done for them from a strategy perspective, but the biggest bang for their buck, so to speak, was helping with their content strategy. In other engagements, we've had strategists providing you know, different guidance on like SEO or data collection, data analysis, um, road mapping, user testing, uh, like I said before, we have a, a fairly deep bench with a variety of expertise that we try to pair as best we can with what the client's um, greatest needs are, um, what their budget is, and where our skill sets align with their team. Yeah, absolutely. You know, libraries, websites uh, for schools are huge in data. Uh, and not, not only that they have a lot of data, but they have a lot of sources of data. So compiling that into a single page uh which is the ultimate goal uh once somebody's looking for content they want to see everything in a single page right so, mm -hmm. so that's also a challenge that, that we face from the development point of view um now there are times right when um maybe a client has just recently developed their site or you know again budget could be an issue or many other reasons why they originally didn't use digital strategy to implement their new project but they are interested in doing it uh, now that the project is in production and live. Um, are there any disadvantages of uh, working with digital strategy after the fact? Uh, you know, what, uh, what would be, you know, a way in, in which you would approach this once a project has already been developed, right? Where uh, digital strategy was not original part of the plan, but now they want to include it into the plan. Yeah, great questions. So first of all, let me just start with, it's never too late to add a strategist to the team. We're happy to jump in um, at any point in a project, whether it's you know the first initial conversation about a new website or if it's been in production for five years. 
um, wherever we're at, we're happy to jump in. Um, but ideally, you would want to start with strategy to ensure the decisions from the get-go are founded in best practices and research. But we are agile-minded, right? And we focus on continued improvement. So adding in strategy at any time could have a positive impact on the ROI of the project. We actually have several engagements where a strategist was not involved in the build of the site, but was added to the team later. Um, sometimes that's for, say, a specific skill set. Maybe it's they want some data analysis now that the website is live or some SEO or, you know, sometimes it's just for general strategic direction. They have capacity in their budget now and they want someone to help them to tie the user experience, the business goals um, and the production of the, the site into a roadmap and help them to continue to iterate on the site using um, data to drive those decisions. So in an agile approach, strategy doesn't have to be an endpoint. So we don't, you know, have strategy up until year one and then mm -hmm. it's done. Your, your site is strategic. Um, it's not a matter of setting a strategy at the onset and then never adapting it. There's always right. going to be a need to have um, strategic considerations of how you're iterating your site. Because there's always that need, there's always opportunity to pull a strategist into the project for support. So it's an ongoing process pretty much, right? Uh, as, as long as you can um, make it part of the project. It's, 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 yeah, there's not saying, okay, we're done with the strategy. Uh, we're good. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the strategic um, is so key. <laughs> right, yeah. So, Danielle, thank you so much for, uh, for joining us today. That was great information, and I'm sure our listeners will benefit a lot from this. So thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure. Thank you. Well, that's it for today's show. Thanks for joining us. Looking for more useful tips, technical takeaways, and creative insights? Visit mediacurrent.com slash podcast for more episodes and to subscribe to our newsletter. Thanks for playing.